0: What it do, golf fans. Welcome back to the Turn Darks Golf Podcast. This is Liam. Alongside me is Jack. We had a great weekend golf, and if you were like me, you probably were not able to see much of it because it did not start until almost midnight your time. That is excuses. (laughs) But if you're like Jack, you saw all of it because you don't sleep. Jack, what did you think of the week? It was awesome.
1: Let's be honest. It was super cool to watch Ricky Fowler, which, ding, ding, ding your guy predicted was on for four rounds. Obviously no one really performed their value in the third round minus like Xander and Emiliano yep.
0: Um,
1: Sunday was a little harder. His scores weren't as good, but it was an awesome week all around Keegan Bradley ending, which was like a, what, a 1200 day drought in the victory, which was incredible. Um, and then some good names, you know, the gala good Saturday, Cameron champ up there and a good, Good week, honestly, coming up to a loaded field.
0: Yeah, having Keegan Bradley and Ricky Fowler lead a uh, lead a tournament, little, little weird. Little we in twenty fourteen. What are we doing here? Yeah, yeah, we're throwing it back a few years. But no, it was it was fun seeing them. I I felt bad. I felt like I couldn't get as invested into this past week because of the fact that it was so hard. Sure. To, to watch it. Um, And I think because of it, I kind of bet a little differently. I didn't feel like i bet the same amount as I normally would. Well, and
1: let's be honest, too, before we even jump into it. It's a no-cut, limited field with, I believe it was like 10% players that were from Asian tours or affiliate tours that we don't see every day, especially because of time zone. Um, So it's a little kind of tricky and hard to bet when there's a quarter of the field that we've never really had, uh, you know, information to gain.
0: I, I do also feel like because it was no cut and everything else, I was a little bit more risk-oriented on my bets. Yeah, I, I was okay kind of sitting there specifically this week because, of, because it was a 78-man field saying, you know what, I'm going to get four rounds out of like Mito, for example, was one of yeah. the guys I had. And he played great three rounds. But it doesn't matter when you shoot plus seven on your first day. Yeah, it was, so, he, he did come back really well. I give he, him props for that. He did, but but I, I was okay taking those risks. I think just because it was the Zozo, it was no cut, it wasn't Japan. Um, let me run through just some of these uh, stats real fast. For driving distance leader, you had Luke List. He had a 305-yard average. Uh, driving accuracy leader, you had Aaron Rye at 77%. I think he's led that back-to-back weeks, by the way. Yeah. So that's kind of nice to see. Uh greens and regulation. You have Matt kneesmith at 80.6%. That is uh second place last week on that, and then first place this week on that. So he's again putting a nice greens and drag performance together. Uh bogey avoidance, Andrew Putnam and Joel Dahman. Uh Joel Dahman kind of, I guess I don't know if found form is maybe the best way I want to s- describe it, but he he played decently. Um as as fan as a fan of Joel Dahman, the person, I just hope he continues it. Yeah. Uh, right now for betting i don't really know if i want to go down that that rabbit hole i'm not there yet either don't worry yeah i'm I'm not there but i love seeing them play well because just as a as a as a golf fan that wants action and wants more people to be invested in the game he does a good job i think of making it fun
1: yeah and also on a more personal note his charitable organizations and fundraisers are just some of the best out there you know f cancer
0: and so forth that he just does a great job that's true um Jack, are we gonna talk about how you you had a chance to bet Keegan Bradley top 20 last week and you didn't do it? Well, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yes, I did
1: bet it. Let's let's not get carried away. If you know me.
0: Yeah. So you had three additional bets you did not include in your list of five, by the
1: way. Well, let's be honest. I think I had if I really want to go through it, I probably had seven or eight bets that I didn't include in this list.
0: You had three that you told me um uh, so the first one you had was Sung in top 10 that one that one lost no. yeah uh yeah tom kim top 20 that one lost i think he was 25th um uh, your third one was keegan bradley top 20 uh so good win and Thank by you. the way and by the way if anybody was paying attention we, jack and i did friendly bet um keegan bradley versus munoz uh, spoiler alert spoiler alert one of them won and one of them finished t25 I'll let you guys figure out which one that was
1: and it wasn't like if Sebastian Munoz played great I mean he obviously had two over on Thursday if you watched it yep. Um, but played
0: solid yeah I mean he, he played decently and in all honesty Keegan was boom bust we talked about it a little bit yeah. last week he just happened to you pick the right week for the boom boom all right. Uh we getting into lineups a little bit here. Would you have on would you have on DraftKings?
1: Yeah, so DraftKings um, I had a winning lineup on both 50/50 and um, single entry. I don't do multiple entry, that's just too tricky for me. Um JM 10k, Tom Kim 9700, uh, Christian Bezadenhood at 8000, Mark Hubbard 77, Matthew Nee 78 and I'm going to pat myself on the back here with Hayden Buckley. That was the call of the century. That was probably one of the picks that got me into the money. Cause I don't think anybody predicted him to finish where he did.
0: Yeah. Hayden, Hayden Buckley was a strong one. Uh, that was a good sneak pick there. It was, it was really about finding that guy in the low volume volume this week that finished inside that top 20 to 25 Um, for my DraftKings lineup. Uh, it did win in 50-50s. You were right on the edge of the money if you were in single-entry lineups. I had Sung Jay at T29. I had Tom Kim at T25. I had Scott Stallings at T40. Uh, Sebastian Munoz at T36. Taylor Moore at T12. Uh, I had Sam Ryder, who finished T36, but he had an awful Sunday. He was in the top 10 for a majority of the week um he had a if you had a genuine chance to play really really well i definitely could have won a decent amount of money on that again nothing spectacular but six guys that all played eh.
1: yeah six guys that made the cut too
0: well yeah yeah exa- <laughs> yeah, exactly so not not too spectacular but we'll take it
1: yeah and then i'll jump right into my fan because that was another winner um sung jm 11 7 tom kim 11 1 tom hoagie 9 7 great performance top 10 there Uh, Matthew Neesmith uh, top 10 as well Uh, Christian Bezaden hoot 9200 and Mark Hubbard that was a disappointing one um, but obviously being a no cut 66 or 66 isn't going to hurt you that was a winner both in 50 50s double ups and single entries
0: there you go Uh, my fan duel this one was a little more boom bust it unfortunately was a loser uh, it did not get into the to the money. I had Morikawa, T-45. I had Tom Kim, T-25. I had Siwoo, who I knew was going to be a low risky, uh, at T-45. I had Mito, who again, just absolute roller coaster, T-45. Um, I had Christian Beswedenhout at T-29. Again, boom bust. And then I had Svensson at T-59. Just not anything that clicked on the top of the leaderboards yeah there's a lot of middling performances which is unfortunate um but especially in a field like
1: this where there's no cut you need one guy um just to kind of pull you up there because in a normal week where there's cuts and so forth this lineup's going to win maybe scratch bottom five percent of the money but in a week like this it just won't cut it even though it is a good lineup
0: yeah it happens they're they're not all winners so i'm okay losing out on this one because again it's a no-cut field i'd rather you know not, not that I have anything against Sozo, but I want to get into to fields with cuts again. And, and uh, start Yeah, well, spoiler
1: alert, this is also another no-cut <sighs> Yeah,
0: we're not going to talk about it. Let's get into your bets, though, Jack. How'd you do this week? Yeah,
1: we are up um, 2.25 um, units on the week, 2.8 units up, coming back to a huge number. Um, Ricky Fowler, top 40, um, blown me away out of proportion there. I think I said he was going to get right around 30 to 35th um obviously second place could have got the win um but remarkable all things considered two top five finishes in his last three starts looking good cam young top 20 that was an l both times we've watched him this year i just feel like he hasn't performed to what he did last year hopefully he just comes in the swing tom hoagie top 20 plus 125 that's a dub top 10 finish the hoot top 20 finished at 29th for an l didn't look like he had his stuff either and then Matthew Neesmith, plus 225 on top 20. That was a dub. 2.25 units up, 2.8
0: going into the week. That's a nice one. Yeah, Tom Hoagie and Neesmith, those were good wins for you. Um, Thank you. The, yeah, I I don't know what it is about Hoagie in swing season. He just kind of finds a different gear. It, it kind of bugs me because now I – i will I feel, stop
1: bettering him once masters comes around
0: yeah exactly well, well it's not, in all honesty it's after waste management after waste management wow. like you don't bet you don't bet hoagie but he did this last year too um i went one for three on bets this week i had siwoo kim top 20 again he didn't get there uh i had tom kim top 20 he was t25 it was unfortunate Just, um, yeah um he was close, but then I had Adam Shank top forty at minus one twenty five. That was a nice win. He was doing well on the leaderboard most of the day. Uh, unfortunately, he was not a high enough number to carry me forward. I lost one point seven five units. Uh, I'm currently down 0.75 units, so I'm less than hundred. It's you know
1: we're still in twenty twenty two for
0: Pete's sake. Yeah, it's early. I'll come back with it. I'm not too worried about it.
1: Yeah, and I'll, the what the, what about your bets too? Is Siwoo Kim and Tom Kim both were coming in with huge momentum. Yep. They should have done that. That's the hard part and the fun part about betting, um, for lack of you know better terms, but yeah. we'll get right into wildcard picks really quickly. Um, I, of course, had Sungjae top five. That was an L, considering I bet him at top 10, and that was an L. Um, then Tom Hoagie plus 330 for top 10. That was a win. Yeah. Um, obviously, no, this doesn't count toward our overall, but I do sprinkle here, so
0: um, good to bankroll builder, I guess. Get, as much as they don't count getting wild, picks nice consistently. Is feels always, good. Is, it, it's a great feeling for us because uh, it just knows that things are clicking. Um, I had Adam Spence in top 20 at plus 250. Again, he didn't play great, he just didn't have it. Uh, Seb Straka that was a true dart throw at T10 or top 10. Uh, that was also a loss, he didn't really have it either, but I was okay kind of picking again, dart throws and no cut fields. So Jack, how'd your winners do? Well, I picked originally Tommy Fleetwood
1: 53rd. I think he looked perfectly fine outside of the finish. He just looked like he's getting in the swing of things, played it safe, nothing really good or bad. Um, And then Matthew Neesmith ninth. I'm not going to complain if I have a top 10 finish in our winner's pick, um, but I know you took me on this week. So go ahead.
0: Yeah. I had uh, I had Mito who again started ugly, finished T45. It is what it is. Uh, but Tom Hoagie was T9. This again, if you take Tom Hoagie and you finish his top ten in a uh, in like a one and done or a winner's pick pool, you're ecstatic. I mean, you're yeah. stoked. You're stoked on it because there's not too many places outside of this beginning spring season that he'll do good for you.
1: Absolutely. Um, one thing I'll note before we jump into it, I should have replaced Tommy Fleet with Keegan Bradley. Let's just get ahead of it. I was there.
0: You you had it right in your mindset. It just didn't, uh, it just didn't fall through for you.
1: Didn't fall through. But anyways, um, jumping into this week on a normal time schedule, yeah. CJ Cup in America. Um,
0: go ahead and take it away. Yeah, we're going to the CJ Cup. We're going to a Congaree Golf Club. Uh, it's in South Carolina, so we're getting back on the East Coast. It's just going to be normal, normal mor- morning golf, which is what I'll enjoy. It's a par seventy one settling 7,650 yards. A little lengthy for a 71. A little lengthy, but in all honesty, it doesn't seem to deter short hitters from doing well here. Uh, Last year's winner was Rory McIlroy. This event is moving from the Summit Club in Vegas to Congaree Golf Club in South Carolina. This is the fifth time in five years the CJ Cup is changing locations. So again, if you're Metro Sky... Don't look at the history of the CJ Cup and just assume that they're all in the same spot. Um, there is not a lot of history at this course outside of one event last year, which I think Garrick Hago won. So don't look at it too much. Uh, at Congaree, it is less about getting off the tee and more about being a successful scrambler with a good approach game. Uh, you can, it's, it's mostly sand if you're not in the fairway, so there's not too much rough that you really got to worry about. Uh, I do have some of the guys that are better in approach in the last 50 rounds. You have Russell Henley, Scotty Scheffler, Mito Pereira, Colin Morikawa, Corey Connors. It's a lot of familiar names. I mean, a lot of a lot of names that people would, would recognize. Um, and in doing my research, there's a mixture of players here. Obviously, some people that played in Korea or uh, Japan, geez, not Korea, Japan last week, uh, and some who didn't. So a lot of people are doing like the... Are they going to be fresh coming over? And I'm using fresh in quotation marks because jet lag or whatever else. Uh, the stats have nothing to prove one way or another. So just play whoever you think is going to do well. Uh Well, I'm just like, like I kept seeing on, on all of my research that people were like, well, so-and-so might be tired because they flew over from Japan this week. And it's like, well, Tom Kim's also 20 and the dude's got way too much energy. Yeah. So like, let's not worry about playing Tom Kim or not playing Tom Kim based on the fact that, you know, he played last week in in Japan. All right. um, Are you ready to get into lineups? Yeah, let's do it. So let's start
1: off. um, Obviously we're on DraftKings. We'll combine the 11, the 10K range again, starting at Rory McIlroy, 11, 11 or excuse me, 11,100, to Justin Thomas or JT at 10-2? There
0: you go. Uh, The first name I'll mention, again, is Rory. He's he's consistent. Uh, he's great if you want him. He's not going to do you anything wrong. He has, again, he won last year on the CJ Cup. He's a great player. Uh, I also like Justin Thomas. He played well on the President's Cup. He's got good form. He's got good approach. Uh, the only guy that I really... Don't want to have in this range is scotty um since playing the masters last year scotty Scheffler has not gained strokes putting outside of the u.s open yeah so he's been losing strokes with this putter now you might sit there and say well who cares if you have a putter in the cj cup or not i i do because it's it's going to be competitive and there are if if you're telling me that he's guaranteed to lose strokes putting then i'm going to take my chances on somebody that I'm 99% sure it's going to gain strokes, putting and that's any of the other three guys.
1: Yeah. So it's important to know um, 15 of the top 20 in the official world golf rankings are going to be here. Scotty Scheffler, in terms of this price point, is a guy that I'm fading. Not saying he's probably not going to go out there and shoot 15th, um, but at this price point, you're talking about a guy, Justin Thomas, like you said, that's consistent as ever. Rambo, who's had a remarkable world tour with a win and a runner up. Then you take Roy McIlroy. Obviously, it's hard to justify him on his previous um, win, but just from September on, runner-up, fourth and fourth. This guy, if he finishes with a win or solo second, will become number one player in the world. I'm anticipating Rory or Rambo to come out and take this. Um, But JT's also great.
0: Did Ramwin open de España?
1: I actually do not know offhand exactly one. It was either the Open or the BMW because I can't remember who won the BMW.
0: He did. He did win the Open. That's right. Okay. I just I just looked at it. I was curious. Gotcha. All right. Well, yeah. There you go. Then I I think any of those three guys are reasonable. The only reason I like JT is he is seven hundred dollars cheaper than Rom and nine hundred cheaper than Rory. Yeah. So I think if you can get Rory and or Rom, then do it. But if you got to save some money, JT is just as good.
1: Yeah, 100% agree, and we're not trying to crap on Scotty. Obviously, that guy can go out and win a tournament by 26 shots if he really wanted to, but we just haven't seen it, especially from President's Cup. It just didn't look like the number one overall player in the world to me.
0: I don't care. I'll crap on Scotty right now. His putter's bad. Fix your putter, Scotty, and then I'll <laughs> and then I'll talk good about you. Come on. You're... You know, we said the
1: same thing about Rambo at this time last year. We're like, you know, I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on. He looked off, and his bad weeks were like 14th place. So just kind of watch out for this in the next couple of weeks here to see
0: where it goes. Yeah, that's that that's that's fair play. I get that. Um, all right. So that that's pretty uh, cut and dry. You ready to go into the uh, the 9K range then?
1: Yeah, because I got some facts to
0: spill. All right, let's do it.
1: All right. So from Morikawa at 9,000 to Matt Fitzpatrick at 98 First guy I'm going with is Matt Fitzpatrick. First okay. guy. At Congaree last year, he finished with the only guy in a price point that's relative up here in top 10, tied for 10 finish. Um, I like him a lot. He's young. Didn't do well at um, his last event, which was the Andalusia Masters. I don't know how to pronounce it. Other than that, he has really? a runner-up finish and a top 25. I like him a lot. Uh, Sam Burns and Victor Hovland are other two guys that I really like. Max Homa, this is his last week before his um, child goes into and comes into the world. His wife is currently pregnant and expecting soon. Um, and then, obviously... Um, who did I miss here? Colin Morikawa, best iron player, arguably in the
0: world, uh,
1: 45th place at the Zozo didn't really see it. Um, not jumping to conclusions here.
0: Yeah. As somebody that had more and was hoping for more, I'm, I'm avoiding him this week just because I want to see it. Yeah. Um, I think Homa's got a little bit of that pre-dad strength. I'm big on Homa this week. I think he's trying to make all of his money before he, you know, takes a couple of weeks off, keeps an eye on the, uh, the missus and the kid. Uh, Burns and Hovland. I, I just don't feel it this week. I think between, between the guys in this range that I want to go to, I either want to do Fitzpatrick or want Homa. I think it's, I think it's kind of one of those two leading off for me. And I think it's a combination of Homa's recent play. And again, Fitzpatrick was decent here last time. He's also got really good irons.
1: Hey, all I'll say is, you know, how I picked Hovland to win the masters, which ruined my like seven year streak of picking a winner yeah two top five finishes in the
0: last three events but those aren't in the uh those aren't on tour right he, he went to euro one was at uh zozo this week oh was it zozo okay i'll take my chances
1: <laughs> yeah i'm not fighting you on that one um the only guy i know you said you really like him i don't i'm not really going to max holman this week i think i i will never be in that position well i will be in the future but right now I can't imagine going to play golf and, you know, when my wife is days or weeks away from labor. Um, I don't know what's on the mind of Max Homa. Like you said, he's probably going to take at least two months off to go play. So, last event, I don't know if he's going out there um, to win. Or I don't know if he's just trying to sneak in one tournament. I don't know what his mindset is. That's the only guy that I'm not really gearing toward.
0: I mean, if if Homa's gonna go play the president's couple, his wife's eight months pre- pregnant, like I'm hoping that he that he doesn't get phased by the CJ Cup. Like we shall he, see. You're you're invested at in this point, Homa. Don't get phased by the CJ Cup just because your wife is pregnant. She was pregnant <sighs> a month ago as well. Like, don't overthink it.
1: Well, on that lovely note, what I will say <laughs> is um Max Homa, this might be the cheapest we'll see him um in terms of a field like this at 91. You know, only two events this year were a win and a top twenty outside the Presidents Cup, so good option there as well.
0: All right, are we ready for the eight K range?
1: Yeah, because there's some killers in here.
0: There's some hitters, yeah. There's some heavy hitters. Uh, at eight K, we do have Corey Connors and Billy Horschel. At eighty nine hundred, we got the legend Tom Kim.
1: All right. Well, I guess I'll take it away. Um, I think that you could probably much like we've talked about a couple times, make a lineup with this entire AK range right here. Um, speeth of the president's cup look like the number one player in the world. I'd feel like we may see a revised speeth, especially at this price point. You can definitely sneak him in your lineup. Oh, yeah. um, I'm sure there's a bunch of opportunities to do that. Terrell Hatton. I don't know what's going on with that guy. I know you talked about it um, when he plays overseas. He's great. When he comes to a PGA tour, he's just not there. Keegan Bradley coming off a win. Um, I don't know if he's going to go back to back and do great performances. Um, Shane Lauer is great. Taylor Montgomery is obviously really good. So had a great finish, um, but I'm looking honestly at Smith to really take over this. If not cam young to finally break through.
0: Yeah. I'm uh, I, I got basically three names that I, that I really want to see in this range. Uh, Tom Kim again, cause he's Tom Kim. And I'm not, and I'm not betting, and I'm not betting against him until he starts missing cuts, which he has not yet. Um, I'm big on speeth. I think again, he played well in the Presidents Cup. He like great. I, I, I know that the, the challenge with Spieth is that he always plays well in those in those like Ryder Cups, Presidents Cups. He really elevates his game for those. I'm just hoping he carries it on. I'm not asking him to like accelerate past that. Yeah. I just need, I just need like that ninety percent of Spieth that excels whenever he gets into those tournaments but at and this price point
1: top 30 top 35
0: yeah yeah in all honesty that's all you need from him um the third guy i will mention he is a he is a not a deep cut because nobody in ak range is deep cut he's more boom bust than a lot of the guys in this range i don't hate the gala yeah i i think that he has a potential to be top 10 or t50 it's uh, low risky. But so was Keegan Bradley last week and he ended up winning it. So I'm hoping he kind of comes again. He played well to Zozo. I'm hoping he comes through again and has another good week.
1: Absolutely. The only guy that I'm really not going for is Corey Connors in this range. Hatton. He oh and Hatton. Yeah, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, only yeah. two guys are Hatton and Corey Connors. Great call out. Corey Connors played fine at the Zozo, 367s. Yeah. I just much like everybody else, you watch him at the president's cup. It just I just haven't seen him click to where that ball striking could be a point where he instantly jumps into a ninety five hundred price point. Um so I hope in the next couple weeks that he really shuts me up. But um I'm just not looking at this right now as a as an option.
0: I, I might throw Cam Young in that. Just again, not saying he's a bad player, but just until I see it this year. He played, you know, he played President's Cup and he played at Zozo. Uh Zozo, he was like T50, T fifty or sorry, T fifty, yeah. Yeah, I was close. Um, And then in the President's Cup, he didn't look like it fully clicked. Um, Again, great player. I'm sure he's going to do really well this year. I'm not getting to him yet. So I think those are the three I would avoid.
1: Yeah. I think Cam Young, this is going to be a boom-bust week um, in terms of how he plays out, especially for the rest of the 2022 aspect of the 2022-23 season, Um, because obviously everyone's going to go into kick mode and go to Florida, California, Hawaii, and really grind down. So I think this is going to be a really big week for him.
0: Definitely. All right. Are you uh, you ready for the 7K range? Yeah, because
1: once again, there's some killers in this range. So starting off all the way at the bottom at Denny McCarthy, and it jumps up a huge pool to Emiliano Grio. So take it away.
0: Yeah, I'm... Uh... I think Aaron Wise is going to be popular this week. I, I don't know entirely why. He just seems like a safe play, although we say that and he finished T64 at Shriners. So I, I'm i waiting, again, kind of for it to click with him. Um, I think Mito, again, you could go back to him. Last week, he, was, he had one bad round and three good rounds. If he takes that one bad round and shoots...
1: Three over.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, like, two over... Next thing you know, he's T20, and you're, and you're very okay with that, especially at 7,600. Um, Cam Davis, kind of surprising. He, he missed the cut to Fortnite, and then it was T37 at Shriners, T29 at Zozo. So he's kind of making his way around, getting into it. You can miss off the tee here, which fits Cam Davis's style. So I don't hate that. Last guy I'll mention uh, is Russell Henley. Again, not great off of the T doesn't matter. Here is the best approach player in this field. Uh, I don't care what you say. The stats prove it. Legitimately last 50 rounds strokes can approach. He beats Scotty Scheffler and Morkawa. go back in the VOD. I said it 20 minutes ago. Um, so he's the last guy I really like at the bottom of the seven K range.
1: I like it. Well, um, I appreciate you not taking my guy S.H. Kim. Um, If you followed along, you're winning money because you're listening to me, and I mention him every week. Super cheap price point, 71. Obviously, he hasn't played against the big dogs yet in the tour, but this is a steal of a price point. Um, I agree with everything you said. Scott Stallings, another guy. Bez, like you talked about, short game and putter. Didn't really look it, but he can get there. Um, Ricky Fowler. Let me just harp back on it again. Two of his last three finishes were top five. Actually, I think one was a six. Uh, but anyway, he looks incredible. He looks incredible. Let's, you can shake your head. He's only 33 years old. He is getting in his prime. Um, Jason Day, super quiet top 10 finish. No one talked about it. I was watching it and I didn't see 15 shots from him.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Tommy Fleetwood, super boring, super average, super everything, but a great price point. Meadle, um, like you talked about, is leading two out of the three statistical categories in strokes gained. So he's another great guy. Um, I could go forever. Tom Hoagie, Brian Harmon, Emiliano Grio, Siwoo Kim. All these guys are great and cheap options. You can make a lineup right there. And I think a lot of these guys you're going to see in the top 15, top 20.
0: There you go. That's the, uh, that's the way we'll do it right there.
1: Absolutely. So, um, Taylor Moore is another guy as well. That oh, was that's, just who the- I,
0: that's who I was looking for. I was say uh, you, you were talking right there then. I was like, there's somebody at the bottom that's consistent as heck. Like absolute rock at the bottom of lineups. And yeah, it's Taylor Moore.
1: Yeah. And he's always, I don't know why he's always at this price point. Cause he always manages to find a top 40. So just be on the lookout for him. You'll eventually see him on the leaderboards. Um, but honestly, I like some guys in the six carries If you're ready to jump down.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, the 6K range is loaded. I got a winner's pick in the 6K range. What do you mean? One of my winner's picks is in the 6K range.
1: Hey, I am not going to fight you there. Well, <laughs> um, starting off 6900, Matt Kucher scrolling all the way down to Chan Min Jung. Young, um, I apologize. I'm definitely butchering your name um, because I know you have a winner's pick. Um, I will go ahead and kick it off and save your guy. Um, first off, for whatever, ever reason... Gary Woodland is in this category. Yes, I know he's one for three on cuts this year, 64, 84 and 144. But at the same time, he is a major champion. He's great. Um, I'm looking for him to have a bounce back week. And again, this isn't saying he's going to finish eighth place guys. This is saying he's going to make a cut and justify this price point. Davis Riley is also a random guy in this category that has a top 20 finish um, and I don't really qualify Zozo as a made cut, but it happened. Um, and then KH Lee, not sure why he's down here. He could be in the 72, 7,300 range as well. Um, so those are three guys I'm looking for. And the last guy I'll talk about, Kevin Kisner, um, 6,900, obviously had a fine performance at the President's Cup, just kind of all-around happy guy. Um, super, he's a stick with the putter, stick with the short game. I would anticipate him making a cut this week, not necessarily going on and winning, Uh, But if you're looking for a six guy to round up your lineup, if you want top heavy, this is not the worst choice.
0: The two guys I will mention in the 6K range, uh, I'll start off with Luke List. Driver is sporadic, I guess we'll just say, to say the best. Um, The good part about Luke List is you can miss Driver here and still finish well. Um, Again, he's going to end up in sand, but as long as you can get out of sand and back in the green, it doesn't matter. Um, so I like his chances here based on that friend alone. The other guy I mentioned who just kind of came back into it a little bit and he's been slowly getting healthier, Harris English, um, a little bit more of a risky pick. He's always, he's still kind of, I feel like I've been saying this for months, but he's still technically recovering. Um, he had a top 10 in the Fortnite, He missed a cut at Sanderson and then he was T28 at Shriners. Um, we're not saying he's back by any means, but if you're at 6,500 and you are in dire need of somebody to fill out that bottom of your lineup, him or probably Gary Woodland are your best bet. Jack, let's, uh, let's get into it. What do you got for your DraftKings lineup? My
1: DraftKings lineup, which I'm actually really liking this week. First off, I got John Rom at 10,900 going with the big dog. Um, Victor Hovland, 9,200. I like his price point. And I like his chances of breaking top 20 this week. Tom Hoagie at 7,700. Brian Harmon also at 7,700. I think he's going to break through. Obviously, he doesn't have the distance that a lot of these guys do, especially the longer course for par 71. But I think he's got the game for it. Ricky Fowler, 7,400. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't change it. He is awesome. Looking really good. And S.H. Kim, if he's not in your DraftKings lineup at this price point, I will go back to my trademark statement last year. You are stupid. So hopefully this doesn't backfire.
0: It's, it's scaring me because I'm looking at Ricky Fowler since he's changed caddies, and the stats are
1: wild. Caddy, clubs, swing. I mean, he's got prototype <sighs> muscle back irons instead of his traditional proto blades. The performance is there. His consistency is there. I love it. And he's going back to Butch Harmon.
0: It just bugs me because now that, now that he's got a new caddy and he's got new clubs and everything else, he's, he's like a completely different golfer. Oh, decisions. All right. No, I'll stick with it. All right. For DraftKings, I have Justin Thomas at 10,200 leading off. I got Max Homa at 9,100 after that. Uh, I got Jordan Spieth at 8,800. Cam Davis at 7,500. That is who I'm potentially thinking about switching to Ricky Fowler, but I don't think I will. Uh, I have Russell Henley at 7,300. And I have SH Kim at 7,100 on the bottom of my lineup.
1: All right. And I will jump into my do really quick, switch it over. I'm going top heavy. Going Rory at 12,000. All right. Going for it. Then I went Rambo at 11,800. Whew. I went for it. Then I'm going Sam Burns at 10,900. Okay. Um, Taylor Montgomery, 9,600. I want to see how he plays against the big dogs. I need to see it. I need to see him crack through. Andrew Putnam. 8300 he's been pretty sneaky good he's been really quiet obviously last week he was really breaking through yep. Ain't broke don't change it and then sh 7400 again for this price point it is crazy so once again trademark statement don't be stupid
0: there you go uh i i have noticed that on fanduel you can definitely go a little a uh, little more top heavy you can kind of double stack on the on any of the top four guys if you play it properly. Uh, for my fan. Big if. Well, big if. Again, you gotta you gotta map it all out right. But if you're if you're a good DFS lineup maker, you should be able to get two of them in your lineup. Yeah. Um, I started with Roy McElroy at twelve thousand. I have Justin Thomas at eleven thousand six hundred. I have Max Homa at ten thousand four hundred. I have Sahith Tagala at 9,500. I have Russell Henley at 9,100. And I have SH Kim at 7,400. I thought I want top heavy. Holy moly. Yeah, five guys in SH Kim. That's That's the way it's going.
1: I'm not disliking that at all. That is a nice lineup right there.
0: We'll see. I mean, I, I felt good about it last week, too, and then, I didn't, and then I didn't win anything on it. So I'm hoping this time I just got five guys that all did solid and then SH Kim comes through.
1: That is awesome. So I will get into bets. Um, and what I will say, just in the time we've been recording as we look through odds have changed crazy. Um, what's nice about this is what's what I do is as soon as the odds come out, I get my bets in, I lock them in. Um, for the most part, if they jump down, so if it's a plus 125 and then it goes to plus 145, I'm cashing out, rebetting at better odds. Yep. Or if it goes from, you know, minus 110 to minus 140, uh, take either the profit that it's going to give you for cashing out or you can keep it and maximize your profit however you prefer. So odds will probably change even more from the time of this. My five clicks to win. We've talked about them already. SH Kim, top 40 minus 120. Last time we checked was a minus one forty, 140, minus one forty five, one fifty, minus one fifty. So people are getting them in. Victor Hovland, top twenty, plus one fifteen. Um, I think he has a good shot at cracking seventeenth this week. Rambo and Rory, both top ten. Rambo is plus one twenty five, and Rory is minus one hundred five. I think both of them have a lot to prove this week, especially Rory. And then a little bit more of a wild card: um, Matt Fitzpatrick beating Terrell Hatton. Tommy Fleetwood and Danny Willett at plus
0: 125. Is that uh is that Fitzy being top top Englishman?
1: No, that will be uh might be, but I don't think it is
0: because um actually yes it is. Okay, I was gonna say I was like aren't Hatton and Fleetwood and Danny all Englishmen too? Yeah, so.
1: so that's top Englishman. I should have specified that.
0: No, no, you're good. I that was me just thinking through it. Um I, Jack and I are, as if you can't tell, Jack and I are riding one guy really hard this week. Uh, I also, for one of my three bets, have SH Kim at T40, again, minus 120. Um, I have Russell Henley, top 20, at plus 170. That one's a little more of a flyer. Uh, And then I have Ches Reavy, top 40, at plus 120. I didn't really talk about him when going through the lineups. He did play here last year. He was 43rd. That was when this was a whole cut field. And, yes, the field was weaker, but he's just got to get top half.
1: Mm, I don't know if I like that one. I, that says Ravy has not done it for me this year.
0: Eh, you know, again, top half. That's all he needs. We'll see. That's why it's a plus. We'll see. That's why it's plus 120.
1: Exactly. Awesome. And then I'll jump into wild cards. You know, this is a name that we probably haven't mentioned um, this podcast so far. S.H. Kim. Um, I envision him going top 20 at plus 275. Right now, his odds were spectacular for top 40. That's why he went there. But top 20 plus 275 is really good. Um, And then my final one at plus 1100, three-player playoff. I think with the field this loaded, and of course, it's a little longer, par 71, we're going to see a playoff. And my guess, that's what's going to happen. But I'm hoping it's a three-player playoff at plus 1100.
0: There you go. Is it three-player plus or just three-player? Three players. Oof. All right. As I say, what if there's like seven guys like there was?
1: I think there is a um, four-plus playoff or something like that. That's crazy odds. It's like plus 5,000. Not right. going there.
0: As I say, don't tell me. You might throw, you know, th- throw a sprinkle on that, but no, I won't. Uh, for my wild card picks, I'm going to start with uh, Aaron Wise being top 10. That's at plus plus three 330. Uh, and then my second guy is Luke List, top 20 at plus 275. So I like
1: it. Aaron Wise, I keep seeing his name everywhere I go. So hopefully lives up to expectations.
0: I don't have him in any lineups. Uh he's a little worrisome to have in that, but if I have him as a wild card pick and what everybody talks no about harm, comes no through, then it looks great. And otherwise he's just a wild card pick.
1: I like it. And then uh why don't you get new winners since you beat me last week?
0: Uh, yeah, that, I, not really, not by much. <laughs> uh, for my winners, again, I am, I am avoiding the big dogs right now. I am trying to save them for later. I am going low balls. I've got Keith Mitchell and Luke List. Uh, again, Keith Mitchell, long driver, has not the best accuracy in the world uh, with that driver, and Luke List is kind of in the same boat. So, oh, that's great. Just, so you're switching off the guy I had awesome jack just jack just switched this guy by the way to the even though i wanted this guy for hours today that's great no but i have a uh, luke list and keith mitchell who both are long drivers i'm hoping that pushes them through this week yeah
1: and i'll just talk about the guy i just substituted it was russell henley um but i will be saving him uh my winners pick this week victor hovland i think his short game is really starting to tune up um obviously we talked about it last year he was like it felt like dead last in every category once he got to within 40 yards. Yeah. I think he's really coming around. And I think that we could see the, you know, tune come this week. And then I switched uh, Russell Henley to Mito Pereira. He's led, like I talked about, like two other three statistical categories and strokes gained. He is a shot this week.
0: Oh, I wish he would have done that like two hours ago because I probably would have taken Henley. Oh well, it is what it is. You still can. No, I, I'm, I'm invested at this point in this. I haven't, I haven't been enough lineups and stuff, too. I don't need to overdo Russell Henley. So. You can
1: always overdo Russell Henley.
0: Uh, I cannot, because <laughs> I think I did it a few times last year, and those were like the four times you missed the cut all year.
1: Yeah, I did that with Sahitha Gala like week two. I had him and everything
0: <laughs> did not work out. Exactly. It's when, it's whenever you're way too hyped up on a mid-tiered and like slightly low-tiered guy, you have him in everything. This might be the week to fade S.H. Kim. Yeah. <laughs> yes exactly but all right that is all for the cj cup everybody enjoy golf we are back in the states we're going to south carolina let's go out there let's win a bunch of money have a good one awesome
1: let's do it deuces